Welcome to Arc Next Sessions. This is Paul, and I'm here with Amelia, and this is not really an episode. <laughs> it's like a mini teaser episode. Yeah, we kind of decided at the last minute, all four of us, Amelia and I and uh, Donna and Ken, we we're all having incredibly busy weeks, so we decided that we were going to take a little break this week. And there's just been so much going on. We are so proud to be able to announce that also our sister site for competitions and events, Bustler, has a fancy new redesign. We've been working on, on this redesign for way longer than we would have ever imagined, but we think it's pretty polished and full of great content. And we're really excited about the room, room for it to grow. And actually, it is going to be related to next week's episode. Amelia, you're going to be at South by Southwest. Yes. So you're going to be out next week. So taking your place will be Alexander Walter. He has been very instrumental in the creation of Bustler and, and the day-to-day operations in Bustler. So he's going to come on and we're going to talk about architecture competitions and events and the kind of stuff that we cover on, on Bustler. And we're going to be joined also with Ken and Donna, as usual. If you're looking for other episodes, both from Arconnect Sessions and Arconnect Sessions one-to-one to get caught up in now that we're taking this break for this week, we have a few recent episodes you should check out. Last week, we spoke to the dean at the University of Texas Austin campus, Dean Fritz Steiner, who spoke with us about this new law that will allow guns into buildings on campus at the University of Texas Austin. So we spoke with him on the last podcast about what guns in studio might be like. We also had Kurt Nicewender on the podcast, a classic, wonderful architect contributor, joining us directly from Flint, Michigan, where we spoke with him about how architects are dealing with the Flint water crisis. We've had a bunch of other really great one-to-one interviews as well that if you want to check out, now would be a good time to do so. We had the head of the Architecture for Humanity offshoot, the Chapter Network, Garrett Jacobs, join us on episode 11 of One to One. And actually, the day that you will be hearing this, Thursday, March 10th, Garrett has just launched a new redesign of the Architecture for Humanity offshoot. It's no longer called the Chapter Network. It's going to have a new fancy name that I just can't say yet. (laughs) So check out that to get some more background on the Chapter Network and its new incarnation. And some other stuff recently from the podcast. Paul, what are some other episodes that we would encourage listeners to get the taste for? Well, I would recommend revisiting or listening for the first time to our episode with uh, our friend Rebecca Howard on virtual reality. That episode was called Virtually Inevitable. We talk about VR, AR kinds of Fun IRL. Stuff. IRL. Yeah. <laughs> the episode was recorded IRL. And let's see what else. The one-to-one that you did, Amelia, with Scott Merrill, the winner of the uh, the Driehaus Prize. That was a really good one to to look back at. I mean, normally we focus a lot more on, you know, Pritzker and more kind of contemporary modern architects. And this was, you know, a look at an architect that specializes in a area of architecture that we really don't cover that much on Arconnect and our audience is not that familiar with uh, following. So that was a great one just to see, you know, what what's behind his work. And then you can pair that with the other side of things where we spoke with Martha Thorne, the executive director at the Pritzker Foundation, about what it took to put together a Pritzker Prize right after Alejandro Aravena's announcement of the, as the laureate for 2016 came out. That is episode number 48. So you can maybe make that a little pair between the one-to-one number eight with Scott Merrill, winner of the Driehaus Prize, and our talk with Martha Thorne about making a Pritzker laureate. There's also some good stuff happening in the news that we otherwise won't have time to cover this week because we won't have a full episode. Yesterday, from the day we are recording this, March 8th, was International Women's Day. Nicholas Cordy in our office did a great write-up about why that day is incredibly much, it's still relevant as it, as it always has been, and especially for architects, given the current climate of continued inequality and 
difficulty progressing amongst the genders in architecture. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that article. And um, just, it, it was kind of funny earlier this week before International Women's Day on, on Tuesday, I, I was talking about it with my nine-year-old daughter who seemed a little kind of surprised and was asking why it was one day, you know, and asking if all the other days in the year are men's days. And, you know, I think it brings up a good, a good question. You know, why is it that we just are, are focusing on women in that one day? And I think that the historical look at this annual celebration that Nicholas covered in this piece really kind of answers that question. More than just a hashtag, basically. Yes, yes. And another news, of course, we have the requisite Bjarke Ingels group topic that, of course, gets coverage. But this particular news piece was received a fair amount of discussion, but was also very well-weighted and very well-balanced discussion. It was a news piece posted that had a few closer looks in terms of the actual photography and nearing the completion of the West 57th Street Quartzscraper project by Big. And there was some really great discussion on there about architectural detailing and the choice of materials in a building that is so you know, New York and skyscraper-ish as Big's court scraper. So I encourage you to check that out for some impressively balanced big talk, <laughs> I'd say. And uh, one other thing that I'd like to recommend, which is actually not live yet, but it's going to be live on Thursday, the day that this comes out, is a piece that Amelia has written covering a recent talk between uh, Hernan Diaz-Alonso, the director at SciArc, and Ray Cappy, the founder of SciArc. Really interesting piece that basically summarized Ray's look back at the founding of SciArc and really what, you know, what, what his intentions were from the beginning and kind of, you know, just telling a little story about where the school came from. So definitely check that out. Yeah, that was a great talk to attend, and it was really fascinating to see just how much SciArc has both changed and stayed the same between the two directors' times running the school. Of course, it's also March, so there are a lot of discussions going on on the forum and across ArcConnect about the acceptance or not acceptance to architecture school applications, so-called commiseration season. So join the talks if you're already in the throes of that, and we will commiserate along with you. Yeah, I consider it the biggest group therapy session for anxious <laughs> prospective students in the architecture world. And while you're doing that, you can also get prepared for some upcoming content that is not yet live. But next week on the, the coming Monday, our next one-to-one -one episode will feature architect Michael Maltzen. We're going to talk, I spoke with him a fair amount about his work with developing urbanism in Los Angeles, and in particular, the destruction of the iconic 6th Street Viaduct, which his design should be completed by the end of 2019 and stands to be a really interesting combination with, uh, or stand in a very interesting combination with the plans for the LA River redevelopment, spearheaded mostly by Frank Gehry. Finally, before we end this little catch-up session, we want to remind everybody that the theme this month is money on ArcConnect, and part of this uh, monthly theme, we have sent out a call for submissions, both editorial submissions and project submissions. Editorial-wise, we are asking people to send in their recession stories from the most recent recession. We want to hear about how people survived the recession, how they didn't survive the recession, and maybe went into another field. Their stories about what worked, what didn't work, and, you know, hopefully what architects can prepare for for the next one whenever that that comes hopefully it's going to be much later than sooner and then the uh, for projects we're looking for projects that were completed with a very limited budget and we've already received some really interesting ones we'll be sharing those on ArcConnect shortly so watch out for those and the deadline to submit those is going to be midnight as in 11:59 p.m. on March 20th that's a Sunday and that time is in Pacific Standard 
Uh, sorry, East Coasters, but you will, I guess it actually good for you, East Coasters, you get three extra hours <laughs> by us rooting this in Los Angeles. So the deadline for the open call for submissions uh, for our Money March editorial theme is 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, March 20th in Pacific time. All right. Well, it's uh, it's been less than 12 minutes. That's, that's a little shorter than our normal episode. Yeah, yeah much shorter. Sure. But, you know, with, with our original plan to make it two to three minutes, we, we're still <laughs> kind of having a hard time keeping it. It's the best Super succinct. Bowl ad ever. Yes. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us with this uh, little in-between session. And we look forward to bringing you a brand new episode next week on competitions. Until next week.